1: Good morning, New Mexico. I'm here with Jason and Sarah, the first brother and sisters on the podcast. How are you guys?
2: Good. good. How are you?
1: Very, very good. So first of all, Jason, I hear your wife is a Denver fan.
0: Yes, she is. It was a, it was kind of a weird, uh, weird thing I didn't plan on happening. It's just the way it works out. But being in New Mexico, you get a lot of Denver fans.
1: Excellent. So how do you feel about your brother marrying a Denver fan?
2: I love my sister-in-law. She's a
1: very diplomatic
2: person, but we don't really watch football together anymore. (laughs) Because our family's very loud, very boisterous and diehard Cleveland fans. And so we were raised to hate John Elway um, (laughs) and she loves John Elway. So there's not a lot of meeting of the minds there.
1: I hope, hopefully father had a word with her.
2: yeah Yeah. our dad our dad still consistently says are you really a broncos fan do you really marry a broncos fan
0: he gets his digs in when he can but
1: so guys tell us you're in new mexico why are you browns fans
2: so our dad is from a small town in ohio called marion and we were raised on all things ohio so the cleveland browns uh the ohio state buckeyes the Indians, and basically if you wanted to be invited for, for Thanksgiving dinner, you better be a Cleveland fan. And so we are all rabid, rabid Cleveland fans, and especially the Browns. Yeah.
1: And what the hell are you doing in New Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> we were,
0: well, we were, we were military brats. So okay. we, uh, my, like each one of, we have another sister and another brother, and all four of us were born in different parts of the U.S., so this is just sort of where, um, my dad who is in the air force, this is where he ended his, uh, his military career. So we just sort of stayed here.
1: Excellent. And tell us, is there a lot of Browns in uh, New Mexico?
2: There's actually probably more than you would think. Um, we're a pretty tight knit community. So if you see somebody in Browns gear anywhere in the state, you always stop and talk to each other. Um, we have a pretty, pretty good Browns backers club here. We're about, uh, 75 people get together each weekend. In some of the leaner, rougher years, there's about 25 of us who are diehards, who, who stick it out week in and week out, but we have a great time together. And one of the funny things is uh, my high school, ink, or my high school history teacher is a huge Browns fan, and I hadn't seen him in like 20 years, and he comes to the Browns backer. So uh, there are fans all over the place, you just don't necessarily know that they are Browns fans.
1: Getting somewhere between 25 and 70 is a really good number, though. You know that.
2: Mhm. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, on a Sunday, is there a pub where you go and uh, watch it?
2: We actually do watch at a yeah. at a pub bar. It's called Kelly's Brew Pub. Um, it's in a area of town in Albuquerque called Knob Hill, um, and it's a great place. They have a huge uh room that they kind of. Uh, word off for us and it's always funny to see people walk in in other teams paraphernalia and look around and say where did all these browns fans come from because we are definitely in dallas cowboy denver broncos territory
1: yeah good yeah i was looking at the map and you have to educate me why is it called new mexico is it like part of mexico that expanded or
2: so I mean, we obviously are a border state, so we're right in between Texas and and Arizona. Um, I don't really know exactly where the name New Mexico came from, but um, it's a it's a great state. It's a beautiful state, tons of mountains, um, very brown, so the Browns go along with that like very that. well. <laughs> it's a it's a desert climate, um, but it's a big football town, and and we don't have any professional sports teams in our state at all. And so, um, but even though we don't, people really get into sports here. And I think football is definitely uh, the most popular.
1: And once again, you need to educate me. College teams, any college teams in New Mexico?
2: So we have the University of New Mexico Lobos Mm -hmm. that are in Albuquerque. um, And we have New Mexico State University, which is down south in Las Cruces, right on the border. And they are the Aggies. And those are the two big schools in New Mexico.
1: Excellent. And... Do you like go over to Mexico for like the weekend and stuff, or just like for a little break?
2: I haven't been for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fun to go. Juarez, which is where people go most commonly if you're just going down for the weekend, was not safe for a while to go, but now mm. it's, it's cleaned up quite a bit. And so um, it's definitely some place, particularly when you're younger and in college, people go down across the border for a while.
1: Now, looking at the map, you're kind of what, six, seven hours away from Denver? Or, yeah, maybe the same with Phoenix?
2: Yes. So we're kind of in between those two. One is to the west and one is to the north.
1: And, guys, we all met in Cleveland last year. Are you going to go to uh, Cleveland this year?
2: I hope to. I would love to go to a game every year. Um, It's sometimes hard just to get up there because we're so far away. But we still have quite a bit of family in Ohio, so we meet up with them sometimes for games. Jason and I will go for games. Sometimes, so i'm not sure which one yet but i hope to yeah. do
1: you ever go back for thanksgiving ohio or always with, with your father down there
0: most of our immediate family well all of our immediate families here so Albuquerque. Okay. so my uh our dad's family is is a large portion of them are still up in ohio but we actually don't get out there very often um if we do it's usually to go see the browns play
2: when we were little, our dad was in a rock and roll band all growing up. And so his high school band used to get together every summer for a reunion. So we always had to go to Ohio for the reunion in the summer to watch his band play. But they broke up because our dad's almost 70 now. And
1: <laughs> well, you've got to name drop the band because some of our listeners may be a big fan of your dad's rock rock um,
2: band. They were called The Last Times.
1: Okay, so if and anyone's listening a- and they've ever heard of it, let us know how good <laughs> or bad they are.
2: Let him know. If they have,
0: please let us know so we can tell our dad because that would just make his day.
1: Excellent. All right, great. And uh, this is a tough question. Um, I'm going to ask Sarah. I'm going to put Sarah under some pressure. Okay. Ohio or New Mexico, what's the best for food?
2: Oh, for food, I think New Mexico, hands down. I love Ohio, but New Mexico has amazing cuisine and it's New Mexican cuisine. So a lot of times people think it's Tex-Mex or that it's Mexican, but it's kind of its own hybrid. So we have green and red chili here, which I know that you are a chef. And I don't know how much you cook with green or red chili, but you should come visit us because we have amazing enchiladas and carne and burritos and tacos. It is, it is good food here.
1: Jason, do you agree or not?
0: I do. I do. Um, I I mean, you definitely get, you know you, you get a little bit of different stuff in ohio but i i mean for here we've i mean we've grown up with it and i have had mexican food in like all over in different states everywhere including texas and california and arizona and even colorado where people are like oh we have the best here and it just doesn't even compare
1: all right great
2: if you like spicy this is the place to definitely
1: be. yeah yeah and you both like spice yeah i do yeah and uh, guys, we're a Browns podcast, so let's ask you so far. Um, what, what's your thoughts on the draft so far, uh, Sarah?
2: So to me, it was really fun to not, not that I don't care about the draft, but not to care as much about the draft that I as I have in the last few years. So this year it was just kind of like, okay, let's see who Dorsey picks up. Um, so I watched and I paid attention, but it wasn't, the way that it has been the last few years where it was like, okay, what quarterback are we gonna get this year? What's gonna happen with him? And so, um, and I'll admit, I was, I was very hesitant about Baker uh, when we drafted him last year and was like, oh, I don't know. And, and I felt like he needed a year, but man, he came in and did not mess around. And so uh, I have complete faith in John Dorsey's ability to build a team.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was the same. I thought Donald number one, Baker number two. But mm-hmm. when you watch the draft clips on YouTube, you'll see all the Browns' faces. They're like, "Oh no, why have we got Baker?" But as yeah. as, as we all know, we in Dorsey we trust. So uh... yeah, yeah,
0: the the, the Dorse is with us. I mean, it, yeah, I I was uh, I really felt like for the first time this it wasn't a rebuilding year. We were just building up as opposed to starting from scratch again. And you know, we went out and got. Williams and Takitaki Taki and and Siebert and we added all these pieces, especially to our defense. I mean, I don't I don't even think we took a, an offensive player at all until what was it like our sixth round? Yeah. Sixth round, yeah. So it was just it was great to see you know after we had all this hype on our offense for them to go and get all these defensive pieces that I mean and they're rookies. You you know you expect they're probably going to have some mistakes and they still have to compete. But I love that idea of bringing these guys in with some of these other players who are only in their sophomore or third year in the pros, like getting to compete. And, and I think that's really what drives like competitiveness in the players themselves is they have to go out and earn that job. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what these new pieces are going to do for us.
1: Great. And Sarah, how do you feel about Odell uh, Beckham being in the uh, roster?
2: Oh, I was so excited. And it's funny, we have a niece who is Thirteen, about to be fourteen, and she was a diehard Browns fan when she was little. She came to all the games with us, but then peer pressure sets in, and her friends are all Cowboys fans or Denver fans, and so she was like, "I don't really know if I like the Browns," and but she loves Odell Beckham Jr. So after they they got him, I get a text from my niece, and she's like, "I'm back in," and I was like, "Well, we'll see if we let you back in. Like you're gonna have to prove your you're gonna have to prove your fandom." and so um she already has a shirt she's like i'm ready for the season but i was excited i mean he's an amazing receiver i think um it's exciting to see the browns get great players of all different caliber and i think it's exciting to have some stars on the team because people pay attention to that and i you know i think cleveland has been underestimated for a lot of years and obviously we've had uh some really trying years so i think it's exciting for fans to have a superstar that they can get excited about and i think we have that in him. We have that in Baker Mayfield. We have that in Miles Garrett. You know, players that people respect across the board, regardless of what team they're a fan of.
1: Excellent. And uh, Jason, is that a Garrett shirt you're repping?
0: It is indeed. This was like, this was my, uh, this was my definite like when when we drafted him, you know, two years ago. That was that was what started to really feel like the turning point for me was like you know we went out and we got somebody that. It wasn't just that we were like, okay, this is a piece that we need, but it was without a doubt the player that everybody wanted, whether they needed him or not. Like he was, he was the solid, you know, first round pick. I think on everybody's board. And I mean, even with Baker, you know, no disrespect to Baker because he's amazing. With Baker, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of people were like, oh, maybe Sam Darnold, maybe one of these other quarterbacks, maybe somebody else. But two years ago, I mean, everybody was like you got to take miles Garrett.
1: Number one. Yeah, exactly. And Sarah, what are you repping?
0: Uh,
2: I have Baker. She's,
0: she's, she's got that number
1: six. She's <laughs> we
0: used her.
2: to not, we used to not buy jerseys with players. <laughs> I mean, I think like most Browns fan, I had a Bernie Kosar Jersey and that was the only player I had. And then I got a Taylor Gabriel Jersey and I met Taylor and he signed my Jersey and I loved him. And I was, I was almost in tears when they, when they let him go. Um, so I was like, I'm not buying any more. I'm not buying any more jerseys with names for a while. And then <laughs> I I gave in and I got Baker.
1: Sarah, no, no way you're around the Bernie Coza era. You're far too oh, young yeah. for that.
2: No, no, no. I remember, in fact, my brother will probably laugh at this because I'm older than Jason, but I vividly remember I was probably 12 in the late eighties when, uh, we lost to the Broncos and I cried hysterically. Like I sobbed and my dad was like, you, you can't cry about football. You just need to get it together. And I was like, (laughs) I'm tired of losing to the Broncos. And so um, I, I definitely loved Bernie still love him. And um, so I wore his Jersey for years.
1: Will I get to uh, meet your dad, hopefully at the Denver or the uh, Phoenix game?
2: Yeah, if you come to Phoenix, for sure he's going to come to the Phoenix game. He is quite the character. I think the funniest thing about our Browns backers is that most of the people there are, are Ohio, um, you know, people who've come to New Mexico. And so they're very like salt of the earth, middle class kind of guys. And we joke that it's either like two things, like our dad, little man complex, who like, they're these these tiny guys but like huge personalities and 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 huge bravado and then you know sort of like the steel mill worker which are the big burly guys and and i think that's mostly what you see at yeah. our browns backers or
1: actually Ohio. i'm more interested in meet your dad when i meet jason's wife oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> his wife is very sweet and very quiet she, um, she won't know
1: <laughs> sarah she's a broncos fan stop I, being so nice i just get it but yeah
2: like but the one you want to meet, Paul, is our mom, because our mom is the sweetest, oh. kindest woman <laughs> until she starts watching football and then she turns into a raving lunatic yeah. and loses her mind. And so we have lots of fun with our mom. We
0: like we are I mean we are diehard Browns fans, our whole household, and we're we're diehard Buckeyes fans, but our mom is a is a huge Crimson Tide fan.
2: She's from the South.
0: Yeah, yeah. and so so was her mom. And so I've, we've, I think we both realized much later in life that all of our, like, energy and, like, craziness that comes out when we watch football, that comes from our mom. Our dad is as diehard of a Browns fan as he is. He's kind of just like, okay.
2: He seems yeah. pretty even keel. He's very <laughs> even keel. And
0: I think part of that's because he's, he's been through so much, like, anguish with them. But now he, he has his own Baker jersey. I think he's starting to he – really, he really likes Baker. So he's starting to come around a little bit more, but definitely the, the energy that we get from watching football, that's definitely from our mom.
1: I, I've worked it out. So your mom hates your wife, basically. <laughs> no. It's not, not the dad, all. it's the, but, but
0: it's they, the mom. Uh, they, they definitely have different uh, styles of watching football. That's
1: for sure. <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys, I'm going to finish up by asking, Sarah, what do you think uh, the Browns win-loss rate rate's going to be?
2: I'm going to say
1: 11 wins, five losses. Very safe. I
0: would, I would, yeah, I would say the same thing. Um, I would say at least 10 and 6.
1: Yeah, I mean, 10 and 6 is my number at the moment. So, uh, yeah, great. And first game of the season, where are you going to be watching it?
2: Uh, we'll be at Kelly's. We'll be at Kelly's, We'll yeah. watch at Kelly's. Oh mm-hmm.
1: right, excellent. Fingers crossed I'm going to try and get out to Cleveland for the opening game. So, uh, oh, that would yeah. be
2: great. Right
1: on. It's officially four months now to the first uh, Browns game, so... I know, I'm oh, excited, I can't it's
2: gonna wait. It's going to be
0: awesome,
1: <laughs> yeah. We're finally getting there, but guys, I just want to say thank you very much for your time, and it was great to meet you last year in Cleveland, and uh, I hope forward to seeing you later uh, in the year.
2: Yeah, thank you, Paul. Thanks for having one. us.
1: Go Browns. Go Browns.
2: Woo.